Dropbit Gaming Dropbit Gaming Dropbit Gaming Dropbit Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to Dropbit Gaming Podcast episode fucks me I got no idea what episode 23 is. 23 hello ding 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 winner um yes episode 23 and uh basically We've uh, we've decided to come together in this uh, you know immaculate moment to discuss a few of the things that have been going on in the gaming industry lately. Um, best of all would have to be probably the release of one of the most in- anticipated games for a long time, uh, being Battlefield 3. I know Susie's been playing it, and I've been playing little bits of it as well. Uh, we've also had uh, the Extra Life 24-hour gaming marathon, which uh, Matt and I participated in, uh, and we'll let you know a little bit about that. And uh, there's also a few games on the horizon, so we'll have a bit of a chat about that as well. So, anyway, my name's Lucas, as everybody should know by now, being episode 23. Uh, how is everybody? I'm doing well. Uh, we also have Matt and Susie. So, Matt, how are you doing? Pretty damn good, mate. There you go, fantastic. And and Susie, how's yourself? Yeah, good. Kicking on. <laughs> Fantastic. Actually, this is the first time the three of us have recorded together in fucking ages, yeah, just quietly. It's been a long time. There you go. Because either I've been gone or Susie's been gone or we've all been gone. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I remember that episode where it recorded and no one was there. That was terrible. I heard that was the most entertaining <laughs> episode yet. <laughs> I heard it was the most carbon neutral, which was good. So anyway, um, okay, so as I said before, there's five main titles that are coming out in the next couple of weeks. We've got, um, there's Skyrim, obviously, which is looking pretty good. Uh, There's um, Modern Warfare 3. There's Need for Speed The Run. Then we've got um, Uncharted 3. And last, but definitely not least, would uh, have to be... Did you say Assassin's Creed Revelations? No, Assassin's Creed Revelations. There we go. So that wraps Lord up the, the Rings five. War in the North comes out tomorrow as well. It does too, and that looks but pretty good. I don't know. I don't know how many people are keen for that. I'd like to fucking try it. It looks amazing. The things I've seen do actually look pretty full on, but yeah. um, depends. What, I haven't really seen too much about the actual gameplay and what what goes on. And you know, so, but yep. graphic wise, it looks pretty good. So, Susie, out of those, I guess six now. Um, what <laughs> are you looking forward to the most? Uh, probably be Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, that that'd surprise. be my main pick. Yeah. <laughs> no surprise there, really. I suppose. Of course. No. <laughs> How about you, Matt? Uh, actually, I'm fucking keen for Assassin's Creed Revelations, Skyrim, and Uncharted Three. Fair enough. That makes sense. So I'm actually um. going to be sick. Yeah, they will. They will be. But for myself, I'd have to probably say uh, Modern Warfare Three. Yeah. Um, I I do like my first person shooters, but at the same time, uh, I'm and I've said it before. It's you know the whole multiplayer thing with modern warfare. Modern warfare. Um, you know the single player is kind of fun. You know the campaigns are okay, but it's that close combat, quick. You know I I just really enjoy that. The whole you know massive battlefield scenes and all that kind of stuff have never really grabbed me. Um, I love Battlefield for the for the campaigns. But you know, for multiplayer, it's modern warfare for me. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I reckon that'll be a just kick-ass. Looking forward to that first day, and probably Uncharted as well. 
So, but I, I did at my extra life thing uh, play a couple of hours of the demo. Need, Need for, for Speed. Run. Yeah. Oh my god, that demo is sick. I forgot you actually said that. I'm keen as hell for that yeah. game too. Yeah. Have you played that at all, Susie? No, no, I'm sort of not. I'm not a big fan of Need for Speed. I only, only really Hot Pursuit was mm. one that I really got excited for because yep. Criterion were involved. Mm. So mm. I, anything Burnout is my preferred racing. No, we'll see. I, I was the same. I mean, I, I'd kind of given up for a long time on the Need for Speed games. I don't. I just racing games in general. I suppose there are a dime a dozen now, and I kind of am over so many of them. But um, with this one, you know, it's got the the Frostbite two engine and the destructible you know environments and mm. stuff like that. And you know, there's two scenes in the demo that you play through, and they're basically just you've got to you know get from one end to the other end of this section of of road. Um, but yeah, the second the second part is amazing. You're driving down this hill and uh it's um, a um snowy mountain peak and it's fucking amazing if you haven't played it seriously that is probably one of the best um you know portions of a driving game i've played ever so you've got to check that shit out if you haven't they're the games that we're looking forward to so yep. there's big games coming out and we're only looking at uh you know ahead a couple of weeks now but not by much. So hope everyone's got a bit of a cash reserve <laughs> because yeah, <laughs> you're going to need it. All right, so so that's that. Now, as I mentioned before, Battlefield 3, it's the biggest game that's, you know, since bloody the very first computer game ever came out. Um, and I know it was something that you've been looking forward to for a long time, Susie, as I have. Mm, yeah. And we were going to write a review mainly around the, uh, the the multiplayer stuff, but um, let's just discuss it. It's probably going to be a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's going to be well, probably a lot easier. I'll be easier. writing one next week, sorry. <laughs> well, hopefully for the campaign, yeah, but mm. um, yeah, we'll see how we go for the multiplayer. Yeah, so. since I suck at it, I'll be like, Battlefield 3 multiplayer is great, except I die <laughs> <laughs> constantly. I, I don't like that. Yeah. I once killed a guy, it felt nice, and then I died. <laughs> Sweet as. Yep. So what types of things, um, you know, from a review side of things, I guess, for Battlefield 3, what what are your highlights so far? Oh, look, I mean, it, it, there's certainly a lot with it. Um, it, it. And that's probably why writing the review wasn't going to be as straightforward as I thought it was going to be. Basically, there's a lot to cover in different aspects for it. Certainly, I mean, from a visual perspective, it is an absolutely stunning game. It sounds good. It looks good. Uh, and even with the Xbox 360 version, you do have the option to basically um, install the the high-res patch, which is pretty good. So that's sort of a bonus. Um, there's a lot on there that is just not working the way it should. And at the time of recording, I mean, we're basically looking at a game that's been out for a week and there are still so many server problems going on. Um, When the game first came out last week, getting into a match wasn't so hard, but then the weekend happened and it just made it impossible to get a game. One of the really good features I found with it was that they 
do allow you to to look for your servers. There's there's the server browser and the multiplayer. So you can actually look at your location. You can actually see how much ping you've got in that um, on that server. Uh, and you can choose, you can also set it to your favourites. It should appear in your history uh, and it can also see what, what servers your friends are also playing on. The bad thing I've found with it is with a few servers, I have saved them to my favourites and then when I go back in, my favourites list is empty. So it's almost like they take the server away from it. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, it seems that there is only two... Oh, one Australian server in hardcore mode per game type. You've got one for Rush, one for Conquest, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be one for Deathmatch and and all that, uh, which is very frustrating because there is certainly a lot more than 24 Australian gamers. Uh, now, I'm speaking hardcore as well. I, I only really play these games on hardcore mode, um, because I just I, I think taking three rounds to kill someone's just ridiculous. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, hardcore mode has a HUD, which is a bit strange, and it also has a kill cam, which wow. is also very strange. And I'm really hoping that's something that is going to be fixed. Um, possibly not, but uh, yeah, it certainly makes it a bit difficult. Um, you do, of course, have better visibility of the objectives, so. Uh, for example, if you're across the map from the objectives, you can actually still see them and you can see whether they're being armed or whether they're being disarmed. And I guess from a tactical point of view, if you're far away from the objective, uh, but you can see that there's a couple of dudes close by, you can actually see if they're bothering to disarm or if they're having a bit of trouble. So uh, certainly better than standing there thinking, oh, you know, is our team doing anything or... Uh, or all that. Wow. Um, so it's 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 good in that regard. There's certainly a big improvement there from Bad Company. Um, unfortunately, it's, the problems with the servers are still a big letdown, particularly a week away from Modern Warfare 3 being released. Yeah, that's Agreed. a pretty pretty bad thing to actually happen. And to be honest, uh, I'm kind of at the point with it now where I just I can't even be bothered. I can't be bothered even just trying to find a match. Um, with the server browser, of course, it'll actually tell you if a, if a server is full and you can actually queue for it, uh, which is a pretty cool thing. I think mainly PC games only really did that in the past. So correct me if I'm wrong. I'm thinking this is probably the first console game that actually allows you to go in, find a, find a server, find what the details are for it, and you can actually queue up to get into it. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't come across one. Mm. Uh, it is I a bit of a play multiplayer, so yeah. <laughs> it is a big pain in the ass. However, that when you wait twenty minutes to get into a game of Rush, that you get the message that then says connection error. Yes. Yeah. One of the um, the only thing I can really uh, compare that to, and Matt actually asked to borrow this for his extra life, um, is Mag. And yep. you know, I, I've I loved Mag initially. Uh, I probably got it a little bit late, which was good because more people had it. Um, yep. But then, you know, if if you put it in now, there'll be, you know, what three hundred people probably worldwide playing it. 
Um, and you know, you end up just sitting there, just waiting for a game to begin. And then, you know, sometimes they begin, you just get booted or, you know, your, your ping so, you know, fucked that you can't even shoot somebody. You Yeah. just get killed straight away. So I know what that's like to sit around for ages, just wasting time. But I wanted to ask, because Mm. I've been playing the, the, the campaign, um, Yep. in, in the campaign, one of the things that kind of, I guess, frustrates me a little bit is, is when the game takes control of things that are happening, Um, and I know it, it's all about the realism and, you know, it's not a cutscene type thing, but it's, um, you know, you fall down and instead of just, you know, landing, bang and running, um, you'll actually fall down and your hand will come out and, you know, touch the ground and then, you know, you'll, you'll stand back up and it's like a half second kind of, you know, tiny little video sequence, um, You know, when you jump over something, your legs go forward or, you know, you've got three different jump styles, but it actually takes away from, you know, you controlling it for a second and it does something. Um, are all those things happening in the multiplayer as well? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, to a point. Yeah. Um, I know, uh, and the, and it's one of the things I guess from Bad Company too. Uh, people loved uh, doing the knife. They don't like getting the knife. And in multiplayer, uh, you lose basically lose control of your character because the camera will focus on the person who's knifing you, and you get to watch it for about five seconds. I kind of don't like that. I'd rather just get it over and done with. Just tell me I'm dead and that someone's got my tags rather than this whole sort of sequence bit. Um, and I, I think the whole knifing thing is totally – there because there's so much emphasis on it, more people are going to be out to do it. Now, I heard a guy run up behind me and I was still able to turn around, run and shoot him because he was trying to get my tags. And I thought, you are such a moron. <laughs> So wow. he, he wasn't even trying to shoot me. He was still trying to run after me to get my tags. So, um, yeah. Look, a big, big problem I'm finding with it is when you actually can get into a game and there's this spawn camping business that's going on again. Um, there really should be a, an – it should blank out the map, particularly in Rush. If you have to fall back and go to the next MCOMs, you should – it should be out of bounds. You should get a 10-second countdown saying, you know, clear the area within 10 seconds or that's it. There are that many people racing back. to where the spawn area is. They are the same locations each time, so they're not random, and people are just sitting there waiting for people to appear. I join a game and I'm dead before I know it. And it just takes the spirit away from the game. It just... It is so frustrating. And, look, Battlefield is a... Ta it's a tactical game. It is... It's not, you know, see how many kills you can get. And the scoring system rewards you for so many different things that you do. It's not about kills. If you are shooting someone, for example, and let's say you don't, you know, you don't finish them off, but you've done, say, 95% damage to them, you get 95 points. Okay. So you don't get the full 100 for the kill, but you will get as much points... as uh, your, your kill assist point's going to be the percentage of what damage you did, and that's really good. You will get points for suppression, um, and that's something very different. Hmm.
So, look, a lot of it's backwards, in my opinion, particularly the, the, the class system and choosing your weapons and getting your unlocks. It's very backwards in the sense that you've just got to go from one menu to another and try and chop and change your weapons. And then you might have unlocked something for one particular weapon, but it's not unlocked for the other. Oh, wow. And, and that's kind of frustrating. Mm. Um, it's just not straightforward. Even even trying to create a squad, you actually have to go into multiplayer, into find a match, then you go to manage squad, invite friends, and it might show you that you're all in the squad together, but then you've got to back out of that screen again and go to server browser and then <laughs> go and try and find a match. Sounds like a pain in the bum. It is. Mm. It is. like The way Bad Company 2 had it was just – it was simple. It was very simple, and if you didn't have that gun unlocked, it just wasn't an option for you. Yeah. If you didn't have those add-ons there, it wasn't there. But this is so backwards. Um, it is frustrating, and I'm really quite surprised to, with a lot of it thinking, what were they thinking? So with all of the, the ups and downs of it, would you still suggest it's a purchase? It, it's been a week now. Maybe give it some time. Yeah. That's, I'm very much considering taking my copy back, getting it again in about six months. Mm-hmm. Maybe all the server issues will be nutted out by then. Um, that's the, that's one of the things that I guess kind of puts um, Battlefield and, well, yeah, I guess just Battlefield in a different sort of... Um, field to the rest of the multiplayer games out there because most games obviously you get after like six months and good luck finding multiplayer of mm. it whereas I mean Call of Duty is constant mm. but um, Battlefield 3 well Battlefield Bad Company 2 I've never had a problem trying to get into a game and that's been out for you know pretty long mm. time yeah, yeah. True. There, so, there's still yeah. people playing it there's still a lot of people playing Bad Company 1 yeah exactly and there's still people enough. playing Battlefield 2 1942. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's like you're saying, you can, if you, you know, wait a little while, still be going strong in the future. Mm. So, yeah. But I guess the the sad thing is, and I have been waiting for this game, you know, a long time, you know, well over 18 months. And I got it, you know, when it broke street date, I was straight down to EB, got my copy. I uh, was so keen to play it. And I just sort of thought, what is this? And now I'm thinking, uh, Modern Warfare 3 can't come soon enough. Yeah, that's a shame. Because at least with Call of Duty, I don't know. I, I, I don't even think I can count on my hand how many times the game ever kicked me out. Yeah. Because they had server problems. It, re- it never really happened that often. No, the only thing you get is um, is you lose connection to the host. And that's because they're a douchebag and they decided to you know, rage quit. Yeah, yeah. Which happened a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> good old dashboarding. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, so did you play the multiplayer or have you played the, the campaign, I should say? I haven't really touched on the campaign. I've really only done multiplayer and um, had a look at co-op, yep. which is on the same multiplayer disc. Um, and... It's, you know, and even the co-op was was actually disappointing. Um, it's only a maximum of two people, which is almost just crazy when you've just got waves of AI coming at you. And and I'm not talking, 
you know, oh, playing on easy is going to get a few. Like, we couldn't even get past the first one on easy. Wow. Well, I actually noticed, because um, I, I was at a mate's place last night and we, we played just the campaign for a while. Um, mm. And one of the things that I found was we, we started off... Um, we started it off in easy just because we wanted to get in there and have a bit of a play and just see, how, yeah. see what it was like. Mm. Um, and then we changed it up after a while, restarted it and put it on hard because it really was too easy um, and then put it on hard. And the like there was no change of anything. It just meant that you died faster. Yeah. Um, there was no, you know, there was the the accuracy of the actual AI was still exactly the same, except yeah. you die after two or three shots instead of you know seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I found that a real kind of uh, a real flaw in it. Yeah. Like a, a yeah. lot of games, you put it on hard and they will send ten times as many people to kill you. Yeah. Um, or they'll be a lot more intelligent and you know it'll just it, it's different. But this mm. didn't seem to have any difference to it at all, so I thought that was a bit bizarre. Yeah. Um, but the other thing also, I, I was, I, I guess, because I've wanted this game to come out for so long, and I've thought that it was just so absolutely beautiful that mm. um, that ten-minute uh, uh, in-game bloody video that's been around for six months. Yeah. I've watched that a hundred times, and mm. it's the second the mission. The fault line one. Yeah, yeah, and it's the second mission in the actual campaign. So you start off, you do a few you know, basic type stuff in the very start, just getting used to the buttons and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then it goes straight into that, and you do that kind of 10 minutes of, of gameplay. And, oh, my God, it was, it was because I've seen it so many times, I know exactly what to do. And, yeah. and you know exactly where to be to be able to miss the gunshots or, you know, you know exactly where the bad dudes are. And I, I watched my mate play it last night who hadn't seen the video. I always seen it once when I played it to him, but didn't pay, pay a lot of attention. So yep. he was kind of struggling to get through that because there's stuff that happens and, you know, he didn't know that, uh, you know, you've got that uh, sniper on the roof that you've mm-hmm. got to blow up with the, the big bazooka thing. Yep. And, um, yeah, he didn't know that that was there, and he's kind of you know crouching around trying to find a way to kill this dude because he had to wait for the a like for his other guys in the in the um, squad to catch up to him and get to him and you know, do all their little extra bits and have their conversations and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So he found it really really hard to constantly keep waiting for these guys to you know to catch up. Mm, that's a fucking annoying thing. In a game, same thing in um, Medal of Honor. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he couldn't get like he'd he'd run forward to a section and then he'd have to stand there waiting at a closed door for you know, God, up up to a minute really. Oh, that's uh, that's Homefront as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that was the same. A lot of them are pretty much like that though. Mm. Um, yeah, it's. Eh. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I actually, I've played a, a, a fair bit of the campaign, I suppose, or not heaps, but, um, you know, the uh, plane section where you're the gunner, uh, yep. it's kind of like the, um, I can't remember what the name of the planes are in um, in Top Gun, but it's where you've got the pilot and then you've got the gunner. 
They're not the A10s, are they? Oh, I'm not too sure. Okay. I don't know. I know they're. I haven't the... gone. I haven't gone that far into it, so I'm oh, not okay. entirely sure which section that you're talking about. Well, it's only about probably fifth campaign. Okay. Something like that. It's not too far, but anyway, um, pretty much you're you're the gunner in it, and you've got all these different objectives, and as soon as you like, it goes to this little cutscene where you're this person, you're being led to the, you know, in a discussion, you're being led to the plane. You sit in the plane, you've got to check over your shoulders and stuff like that, and just, mm-hmm. you know, just getting used to being in the plane, I suppose. Yeah. But fucking hell, this is the most amazing graphics I've ever seen in a game. Um, my daughter actually came in, and I've been, you know, on the PC basically. I've been, uh, been lucky enough to have a go of it and um yeah she came in and she watched over my shoulder and um she was like is this a movie uh, I, I said well no it's a game and she just she was just standing there staring at it just going it, it doesn't look like a game that I've ever seen before mm. and it seriously looks so crystal clear that um you know even the things like the scratches on the um on the the glass of the plane are perfect you know, mm-hmm. And they don't move. There's no, you know, sketchiness to it at all. It looks absolutely genuine. Yeah. Oh, look, it's 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 stunning. It is, and look, even the sounds of it, and the, even the first multiplayer match I played, I had the jets flying over the, over overhead, and I just thought this is incredible. Mm. Yeah. I, I just want to look at it all. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to shoot anyone. Just like, just let me enjoy the scenery. Yeah. Exactly. And to this and, and then yeah. someone knifes you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the good thing is you can hear them coming up, which helps. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is a gorgeous game, and yeah. I'm not I'm not going to say oh it it looks rubbish because it doesn't. And I I guess one little detail I did see in my you know in my kill cam <laughs> okay. was uh yeah there was a guy and I think he was on a stationary machine gun type thing, and. Even his teeth were gritted. <laughs> that's, that's the detail of something like that. And that makes perfect sense because if you're you know, on a very shaky weapon that's yeah. probably belt you around the place, you would have an expression on your face like that. Very true. So oh, there's a lot, of, a lot of things with it that are good. But for me right now, personally, there's a lot of bad that is outweighing it. Yeah, that sucks. And I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not impressed with it. And I really sort of think you've got Modern Warfare three a week away. Dice need to pull their socks up very quickly. Mm, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. So that was our discussion on uh, on Battlefield three. Mm. Um, I hope uh, you know if you've had a chance to actually you know give it a go, then um, you know you, you've agreed with some of those points that we've brought up. So if you have, leave us a comment. Um, it'd be nice to know what else has uh, you know, been going on and what other people are experiencing in the game. So that'd be fantastic. Um, the other thing that, that uh, I said we were going to talk about is Extra Life. Now, both Matt and I have had our chance to uh, to complete our Extra Life. Um, and the donation side of it is actually open till the 15th of November. So if you've got the ability uh, and, and you, know, you can help out uh, all the money's going towards the uh, the Westmead Hospital down in Sydney uh, it's a children's hospital and what we're donating for is the fight against cancer for these little kids so mm. it's a it's a bloody amazing thing um, 
Matt, why don't you tell us what Extra Life is and uh, and you know, how we participate? Okay, well, obviously, um, we've posted about it a couple of times on the site. Basically, Extra Life was started, I think, this is the fourth year yep. since it was begun. Um, it was created by Jeremy Adams, who is uh, also known as Doc from Sarcastic Gamer, um, because he met a young girl who was fighting for her life with cancer and... Um, Basically, she uh, didn't make it, and as her legacy, he'd started Extra Life, and in the first um, couple of years, it was only the Texas Children's Hospital, because he's obviously in America, and in the, um, well, in the first year, it was only the Texas Children's Hospital. The second year, they expanded to a few more American hospitals. The third year, which was last year, which was the first year that I participated, they brought in a lot of international hospitals, which is when they uh, added the Children's Hospital at Westmead in Sydney to the list. Um, and they raised, last year, they raised 400 and something thousand dollars. Yeah, high. It was about 485, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So this year, they, um, they've they added a couple more hospitals. Still, the Westmead Children's Hospital is still the only Australian hospital, but that's okay because they are one of the best children's cancer hospitals in Australia, which is great. And worldwide, they raised 1.1, over $1.1 million this year for sick kids around the world. So it's pretty it's amazing. Pretty, it's a pretty amazing legacy that he's started for this young girl. Mm. That, yeah, yeah, basically that uh, that 1.1, that was up until the, the official uh, day, which that, was early yeah. in the month. That was October 15th. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it, it's, another month on uh, people are still trying to catch up there's still people like matt and i that had things on um as you may remember and i think we spoke about it last time october 15th was obviously the eb expo mm. so it made it quite hard for us to uh, to sit down and play for 24 hours while we're at the expo so it got postponed uh, matt also had a wedding on the next weekend so it got postponed again um yep. but uh you know you got to play it and you know for myself um I'm, I'm going to go first because I know yours is a little bit more boring. Um, what huh. <laughs> um, for myself, I I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to incorporate my kids in you know some gaming time. Um, uh, we all live pretty hectic lives, and my young kids um, would love me to be able to sit down and play games with them more often. Uh, but you just hate them. <laughs> I just don't have time. You know, during the day on the weekends, uh, I don't have time to sit down and play games that I guess I'm not all that into, like Wii games and things like that. Most of those I'm just not that interested in. Um, I'd rather wait for the kids to go to bed and then go and try and slaughter as many people as I can. Um, yeah, but I can't do that. Putting them to bed, you're like, <laughs> must kill. But I found it really good. Um, you know, the the normal thing of extra life is, uh, you know, eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday until eight o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Uh, but what I did because I'd postponed it and because we're down in Australia, I thought it'd be better um, to get up early. So I went to bed really early on Friday, uh, got up at three o'clock on Saturday morning, and basically jumped straight into it. And you know, a couple of hours later. My kids got up and, you know, I had to put away Killzone. Um, and then, you know, pretty much straight after that, I, I put the Wii on. And we played 
Wii games all day, pretty much. Um, you know, I had you know, a couple of breaks here and there for for some driving games and some you know less violent games, but um, <laughs> you know, it was pretty much the Wii all day, and it felt really, really good. And my kids actually said to me that they loved it. They loved the ability to have a game with dad. And it was forced, you know, it was, it was <laughs> something that I had to do. I had to play games and I had to yeah. play games that were kid friendly yeah. and I Your had kids no are choice. going to play and enjoy it or you're going <laughs> right. to get the bloody whip I'm, again. I'm getting the wooden spoon out, trust me. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And this, this is a wooden spoon that's made of metal. So, <laughs> But yeah, it was really good fun and I, I got to play a lot of really good games, um, and then uh, like Wii Sports and Wii Sports. Oh, it was too. good. I mean, I yeah, know. we we played lots of different games during the day. Did you play Just Dance? No, thank goodness. Um, <laughs> but uh, kind of been that fun then. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was good. I, I had a friend come around later on in the night, and we played FIFA for a couple of hours, and then he crashed out, you know, at about one o'clock, and I had a few more hours, so I got back into some Killzone and a bit of Gears of War, so. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah. But you uh, you took yours a little bit um, in a different kind of way, Matt. Obviously, no kids around to make you do anything different. But uh, you pretty much focused on, on one main game. Well, to, to start with, I was going to do your trick and get up early. And um, then I slept in. So that <laughs> didn't happen. I started at 7 a.m. And I um, I was, because I was spewing that I don't have a copy of Arkham City or Battlefield 3 to play, so I was like, oh, what am I going to play? Dug through my old collection, got about six games out and had my laptop there with all my Steam games, which I didn't touch. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed Um, it kept coming up for like the week leading up to you doing it, and it was like, Matt's just purchased this. It's like, dude, you just bought like 15 new games. Yeah, yeah, no, I got the Grand Theft Auto package, which was like GTA 1, 2, 3, Vice City, San Andreas, GTA 4, and the GTA 4 expansion for like 15 bucks. Holy shit. Yeah, I was like... Is that still available? Uh, no. Oh, shit. (laughs) Sorry about that, I probably should have fucking tweeted it or something. Yeah, never mind. But they've got, actually, they've got Costume Quest on there for five bucks at the moment, so, with the um, DLC pack included, if you want that, so... I don't know how long. I think that might just be for today. For so, listeners, suck it. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe if you've got Steam and you've got five bucks, you should be paying attention to their daily yeah. specials. And, and if you've got a time machine, you can just go yeah. back and buy it. Anyway, um, so I started with Fallout Three because Liz from Save Game Online is obsessed with that game. So it's like it must be good because I started playing it a long time ago and played it for like two hours and then get the shits with it. Mm-hmm. So I started playing. I was like, I'm going to play this for ages today. Played it for about 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? <laughs> Turned it off. Um, so that didn't work out too well for me. So then I started playing something else for about five minutes. Can't even remember what it was. Oh, no, I played Age of Zombies, Half Bricks Age of Zombies. Nice. On my PSP because it's, uh, it was, I think, a, yeah, it's a free mini on um, PlayStation Plus at the moment, which is another thing that won't be there for the listeners because I'm pretty sure the new PlayStation Plus stuff will be up by the time this is out. Yeah. So, so then I started playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And uh, I'd started the game a while back, but I started it right after I finished Assassin's Creed 2. So I played for about half an hour and then was like totally burnt out on it. And I still felt like that was how it was going to be. 
but I was like, oh, I'll give it a chance. And then I ended up playing it for 22 hours straight and finishing the game. It's a fantastic, fantastic. effort. Mm. Yeah, so that was good. And um, had my mates, my mate Corey and his girlfriend Emma come over and he brought his TV and Xbox. So he sat there. He played Brotherhood for a couple of hours and got the shits with it. And he was absolutely surprised that I was playing <laughs> for 22 hours straight. And... Um, yeah, then he played FIFA for about 15, 16 hours straight, <laughs> which is bloody ridiculous. And um, so 7am rocked up, and I think I finished it. I finished uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood at about 6am, and then I started. I played a bit of San Andreas on my old laptop, and I played Left 4 Dead 2, which I hadn't played on PC before, and it's friggin' awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, so I played a bit of that, and so I think I might have to get a bit more into that in the next couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, then I started playing a bit of FIFA with Corey again. He uh, had stayed up all night with me, and his girlfriend had about a three-hour nap. Then she jumped on Brotherhood and started buying all the shops that I hadn't bought. <laughs> so she finished. She bought all the shops the whole in the whole, like the whole game, went around and bought everything, so that was cool. Um, and then I played FIFA for another two, three hours. <laughs> My God, and and ended up not getting, uh, not stopping until my 24-hour gaming marathon had gone for 30 hours, and then I was, um, actually fell asleep on the couch, with Corey on one side and Emma on the other, while I was showing him the uh, standalone Infamous game that's just come out, Festival of Blood, <laughs> the PSN. I started playing it, and it's like a vampire game or something, and I've like done the opening mission, and then <laughs> I'm like flying around the city killing people with vampire powers and then I'm just like don't know what happened and then Corey's like Oi Matt and I'm like sitting there asleep with the controller in my hand nice <laughs> with like Cole just tapping his foot on the screen <laughs> <laughs> so I was like oh shit and then we watched IT Crowd and see I was a little bit worried about that I mean I've uh, you know how we all burn the midnight oil sometimes and you get to that point where um, you know your, your eyes shut but you're still hearing what's going on and you're still, you know, there's this kind of film of, of what's going on running through your head. Yeah. Um, and you don't notice that you're asleep until you drop the controller on the floor or, you know, something <laughs> or it vibrates or something. And you're like, Whoa, what the fuck? Um, and yeah, I've, I've done that multiple times. And I was actually a bit worried that that would happen during the marathon. Cause you know, as you, well, last year with Matt doing it, soft, yeah. I went around to your house for a couple of hours and hung out and played some games. But, um, you know, I hadn't done the 24 hours with the, the kids being young last year, so I tried it this year and it was good. But um, I honestly think that that, that kind of uh, you know, hour before the sun gets up and you know, the hours after that, I think my body freaks out too many yeah. times as a young kid that I did that. And um, I say young kid, sorry, that's uh, you know, from 15 to 27. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and no, yeah I, just, I'm glad yeah. I had Corey there next to me playing FIFA and talking to me because otherwise I would have been asleep too. Yeah. The only reason I stayed up so long was because he was there. Yeah. But he was there last year as well when I did Extra Life. We played through Halo Reach. I actually, Gosh. last year I played Medal of Honor, played through the single player campaign because it had just come out. And then we played the Halo Reach campaign on hardcore or whatever, the insane or whatever the top difficulty level. Yeah. Yeah, played that through to completion and it got to about 4 a.m. And we had spent about two hours just rinsing and repeating on the last mission trying to beat it. (laughs) 
And oh man, I nearly was going to smash my Xbox with a fucking rock. <laughs> we're like that, drift- that was that was that as well, like drifting off, and then like oh, we have to finish the mission. And Corey's like, no, let's fucking just forget about it. I'm like, no, we have to do it. It's for the kids. <laughs> so, yeah, and I haven't played Halo Reach since then, so... Nice. That worked out that, That's well. a good way to kill something. Yeah, well, actually, I've been playing Assassin's Creed this week, finishing off the last collectibles, because um, getting ready for Revelations, so... Fantastic. Yeah, anyway. Well, I think that... So it worked uh, out well. That wraps up our uh, our extra life wrap up. Um, mm. it, it is yeah, just a reminder if anyone wants to donate. Yeah, it's open till November fifteenth. The yeah. website's extra dash life dot org slash team slash dbg. That's our site. So we're short like a hundred or hundred or so bucks. So if you want to chuck in some cash, it's for the sick kids of Australia. Um, we'd definitely appreciate your help on that. So thanks. Yeah. Definitely, and I'm sure the kids would be very, very appreciative as well. So mm. lots of people benefit, which is good. Exactly. Um, that pretty much wraps up the show. Um, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't really a long show. Only a few topics really covered, but uh, yeah, that's just the way we roll. We like to keep it yep. fresh. Um, so... Oh, might, maybe just a couple, see if we got like a last thing or two to mention. Yep. Um, the new Tin Man Games game book. It's just come out. It's uh, Temple of the Spider God and Ben Britton, who we interviewed on one of our first episodes, actually. He um, He's recoded the engine completely. So um, if you like Choose Your Own Adventure books and you if you have not enjoyed the game book adventures so far, maybe it's time to give them a second chance. And if you haven't tried them before, now is definitely a good time to get on board because they're on, sp- on sale for a little while to celebrate the release of the new book and it's pretty good I've been playing through it I've died like four times and had to restart which sucks <laughs> <laughs> damn spiders yeah that's right but yeah it's really good they, he's done a re- they've re- done a really good job on the new story and the new engine and yeah so definitely worth checking out that one for sure mm-hmm. um, we'd like to get some feedback on how uh, everybody's liking the new site because oh, yeah, it's, definitely. yeah, it seems to be going very well. We are we're still trying to do some some little things here and there. Um, so if you've got any feedback on that, pretty good. Yeah, hit us, uh, hit me up at matt at dropbeargaming dot com with any thoughts or suggestions or bugs that you happen to fucking notice. <laughs> be be nice. <laughs> um, Susie, but, yeah, have you got any um, shout outs at all? Uh, just I've got one shout out. Uh, for this episode and uh, that goes to my friend Craig from the uh, now disbanded Thumbpad. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday so a big happy birthday to him. Uh, Craig uh, is uh, one of our players from Clan KGB so if you ever see us around, um, yeah, wish him a happy birthday. Fantastic. Happy birthday to you, sir. <laughs> How about yourself, mate? You got any uh, any quick shout-outs there? Um, well, I'm just quickly checking if we've got any uh, iTunes reviews. So if we can just stall for a second, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Um, actually, I want to shout-out um, Aaron from the eSports and Gaming Network, who we were going to interview. Uh, well, we were going to have him join us this week on the podcast. Um, 
but he's flat out busy, so we'll hopefully have him on next week. Mm. Um, yeah, he's giving me a copy of Battlefield 3, which is pretty sweet. So, legend. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because I've been, like I said, I was devastated that I didn't have one to play for Extra Life, so that's <laughs> excellent. Definitely. No, that's that's really good. Um, and they're doing some really big things, so we'll hopefully hear about all those next week. Um and you know, basically what uh, what Aaron's trying to do really is to put the Australian gaming community on the map. So anybody and everybody who listens to this show, uh, if you can, get behind um, the eSports uh, Gaming Network or ESGN. GN. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you're, in, uh, if you're in Melbourne as well... Um, there's an opportunity for for you to win a little bit of cash. Um, pretty much what's happening there is that um, you know, they've, they've, they've sponsored a um, Modern Warfare 3 competition that's being held down in Melbourne. Um, it's being held, uh, what date is it? Um, November 11th is the site going full. Um, as I say full, basically, the esgn.com.au site currently has a flyer on it for the um, for the competition, Saturday, January 14th. And on November 11th, the site will go full, and you can go on there and find out all the information, all the information you need to know about how to get involved. But first place is 2000 bucks, second place is 800 bucks. And money. Yeah, that's right. All you need to do is uh, is pretty much rock up there um, with a headset, a controller, and your own copy of Modern Warfare 3, and you can enter. And uh, you know, consoles and all that kind of stuff will be there for you to play on. So, sounds like a bloody great idea to me. Yeah, hell yeah. So check that out anyway. Keep on top of those guys because that that's mm-hmm. sick. Absolutely fantastic. And yep. There's an article on the side about that, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yep. So they can get the details there. That's right. Um, I There's no iTunes reviews, sorry. No, I've, uh, I actually had a bit of a chat on, um, on uh, Xbox Live with our mate Welly the Boot from the UK. And he was nice enough to go and put a review on the UK iTunes for us, which was quite oh, okay. nice. Five stars. Which was good. I, uh, I probably you know, talked him into it. Um, <laughs> no, he did it of his own free will. Yes, he did. Yes, and it's quite good. He says, uh, "Dropper Gaming is brilliant and informative game review podcast based in Australia. Uh, new guests near enough every week, and um, nice and colourful language from Matt, which is good. Oh, <laughs> uh, and banter between him and Susie, uh, and also Lucas." Um, yeah. So, yeah, basically, it's fantastic, mate. Thank you very much for the review, mm. and we will try and do this uh, at a more regular basis now we're coming into gaming season. So, yeah, I'm trying to um to slow down my... Well, lower the amount of swearing. My mum actually pointed it out to me the other day. Did you tell her to fuck <laughs> off? <laughs> no, it's funny. She mentioned it, and then Ashley's mum was sitting there as well, and she's like, yeah, mate, you shouldn't swear. It cheapens you. I'm like, I'm fucking seriously, cheap bitch. how fucking cheap do you think I am? I'm like, I'm the cheap as a motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I am trying to, well, that didn't work out too well, but I am trying to cut down on my swearing because I'm all like Cause cultured you're a heathen. <laughs> I'm a legit cultured guy and shit. That's right. <clears throat> whatnot. So, I can't help it. I was, I've grown up on the, 
Ipswich side of Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> so, give me a break, dude. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, well, anyway, that's anyway. going to wrap up our show. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Sorry for rambling a little bit, but it's been a big couple of weeks. Um, yeah. Yeah, love it uh, for you to come back next week and hopefully we're going to have some more stuff out. Hopefully we do have Aaron on the show because the dude's got a lot to say about what he's been doing. Um, That's a good night from me. Yeah, good night. Make sure you leave us some iTunes reviews. Thank you. Uh, See ya. (laughs) 